driving. So I am a licensed esthetician. I did skincare for five years before I started with Taizo. And the amount of people that would come in and they had more sun damage on the left side of their face because the window, it penetrates their glass. So even if that window was up, it doesn't matter. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, Andre, show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast, your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is a broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Well, it is almost Christmas and we have one more episode to give you before Christmas. And really, I think only two more before the whole year is over. That's crazy. It's crazy. And anyhow, today we're excited to have Amanda Barada on our show. Who is she? Well, she is an educator and trainer for Taizo. And who is Taizo? Well, Taizo is like Tusney's favorite sunscreen company. It's been forever. We carried it a long time in our salon and sold a ton of it. It was actually one of our top selling products. So we were excited when we met, basically we met Amanda at a trade show this last year, or this year in 2023, and we invited her to come on the show and talk about this. And we don't really do a lot of skincare or other more esthetician type topics, but this is actually a great product that Tusney's been using for a long, long time. And one that I think if you like it and you go try it, I think you can add it and it will sell it easily in your business. Plus, this isn't just a bid to sell Taizo. Well, I hope that's one of the side benefits. Really, we want to educate you a little bit more about sunscreen and details about sunscreen, about, you know, everything about uh, what's physical versus chemical. Uh, Tusney and Amanda get really nerdy about UA, UVA, UVB rays and tips on applying and just general good information about sunscreen. So just in case, maybe you do however, have an amazing one. Hopefully this will affirm that you're in the right camp and you got great sunscreen. Or maybe if you're listening and you're like, huh, my sunscreen doesn't do that or is not really right for that, you might want to rethink it and at least go check out basically Tesla. And if you go to trade shows, they're like at all the trade shows, IBS, you know, Premier, and so forth. So you'll see them at a local trade show, most likely near you, and you can go try their product. Otherwise, you'll just go buy it and try one yourself. It's an amazing product. I know you could sell a lot of them in your business. So anyhow, that's why we have Amanda on the show. But before we get to Amanda, what do we got, guys? Well, we have announcements. For Well, it's the Christmas season, and right now, actually, if you listen to this on Friday the 22nd, 
you will um, be very fortunate. You can still buy your ticket for LashCon 2024. We are selling. We had a little flash sale this week. Uh, basically, for four days, we're selling tickets. We already sold a bunch. With basically now, almost have 240 people coming to LashCon, and that's just bought tickets. That doesn't include all sponsors, speakers. We have already 80 volunteers, I think, signed up. Um, yeah, we got a lot of people. It, we're, we think. You know, it's early to say, but right now, last year we had 1,300. I think we might get 1,500. And this is not just um, an event that's kind of cool to go to and, you know, meet some friends. This is the event. This is the Lash event. This is the homecoming of Lashes where you can come, hang out, meet your friends, make new friends. If you have no friends in the industry, this is where you'll leave with friends. And more importantly, you'll learn how to grow your business. Well, not more important. I, it's just, it's just as important. You need to be connected. You need to be networked. But also, you need information so you can improve your business. And really, left to our own devices, we don't generally improve our businesses on our own, right? We need usually input from others to give us insights about bl- blind spots, areas that we don't know about to change and grow our business. And that's what LashCon does. It's like a big shining light. It's going to shine into your business and show you all the weaknesses, things that you need to do to improve. And not just around and say, hey, well, you're deficient here. Hey, we're going to give you a bunch of ideas on what you can do to change your business. And it is a life-changing business. I just got um, one of uh, a friend of ours who we've gotten to know a little bit. She shared about her story, how Kim LashCon and was really challenged to raise her prices. And she did substantially and did a great job. And now she's working a little bit less and making more money. Now, that's a great, that's a, those are great results that we want to hear. So anyhow, if you want to grow your business and learn how to do that, LashCon's all about that. And lastly, it's about inspiration. It's going to be the place where it's going to give you that fire. It's a weird expression. In your belly. <laughs> but it's going to give you something to work with. You're, you're going to, it's like a shot in the arm once a year. You just come into the doctor and they, they, they basically pump you up or the, the medical doctor. We'll just say the business doctor. And we're, they're here to inspire you and give you that fuel that you're going to need for the rest of the year to grow your business and, and care about your business and invest in your business and think outside the box and do new things. It's an amazing experience and we really want you to come. So if you're listening right now, that's your last chance. Otherwise, you can wait till March, late March. We don't have the exact date, but it's probably the last week in March. So and that's okay. We should have tickets in. I don't think we're going to sell out in one, you know, one day here, but we will. Um, I think we're, we're more than halfway there for our VIPs. So if you're waiting until um, March, just be aware. Just get that tickets on that first day. I think we'll sell out VIPs in almost 100% sure on that first day. And then we'll, you know, the standard ticket's good too, but we'll get that in there time. All right, enough talk about LashCon. We also have our LashCast Clubhouse coming up here on January 8th. What is that? Well, that's going to be our version of group coaching where we teach you everything we've done and how we've grown our businesses. So we've done everything from online trainings. We've not, the only thing we haven't done is product. We're not going to teach you anything about product businesses, but um, we've worked solo. We've had rental. We've had uh, hourly, we have commission, all that. We've done all different types of systems. We built to be the most uh, award-winning salon in Southern California, and now we've built the largest last conference in the or in the world. And so we'd love to see you come and be part of this program. It's going to be under hundred bucks, and it's going to be a once a week, maybe sometimes twice a week program where we meet with you, share tips, engage, coach. Um, we got lots of things we're working on behind the scenes right now. And yeah, it's going to be amazing and it's going to be super affordable. So hopefully if you uh, just circle your calendar January 8th and it'll be like five to seven days where you can sign up and then we're closing the doors because we do, we want to focus on you. We want to focus on our community. We don't have to keep selling and focus on sales and all that. We wanted to say, okay, we're going to take 
three, four months, and this is our beta, so we may open up sooner based upon how the type of feedback and results we get in the first few months, but we will be doing it in Jan on January 8th, so be on the lookout for that. Um, we'll be in London Lash Conference on January 22nd, so if you're in UK, we'd love to see you there. And then lastly, the premiere show is coming up um, for February 4th and 5th. We have Michelle Rath, UL um, Rafferty, Michelle Wynn, and Chris Carr all speaking along with my amazing wife and partner, Tessany. And so they'll all be there teaching you about lashes, all things lashes, super affordable. It's like mini lash con at the Anaheim premiere show on February 5th and uh, 4th and 5th. It's right next door where lash con happens. <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird. And so it's right. We're in the convention center and right across the way is the Hilton. So it's, we're returning back to our roots. So go look for that. All right. That's all I have for announcements. So now let's get to our interview where we sit down with Amanda and talk all things sunscreen. Hey, Smart Cookies. I am so excited for our next guest to introduce her to you guys because this is one of my absolute favorite brands. I'm very loyal to this brand. I've been using this product for a hundred years. For, oh, how dare you? No, that's how good you look. It's like, yes, I'm actually a hundred years old <laughs> and this product has saved my butt. No, for at least 15 years. It's been a long time. I'd like to welcome Amanda Barada. She is the educator and trainer for Taizo Sunscreens. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you. So happy to be here. I'll probably say this one thing and then I'm going to go disappear. Probably no, don't disappear. Because I don't have a lot to say about sunscreen. Other hey. than I don't wear it enough and that you get mad yes, at me. Yes, I do. You do I, not I, wear it enough. Now, that said, I remember my first memory of Taizo is actually almost one of my first memories in the beauty industry. We went to the trade show at IBS in 2012, maybe in 2011. And the mm -hmm. first place Tuss took me was to Taizo. She goes, I need to take you to my favorite sunscreen. And well, thank you. we went straight Good through line. the line, straight to you guys. And I remember, okay, this must be important because Tusk doesn't normally do this where we have to see and talk to one brand first and foremost. So that's why that's awesome. yeah, we're very excited to be here today. Yes, yes. Um, okay, I'll be quiet from now on. Well, <laughs> let me just, I feel like I'm going to be talking so much because I'm so excited about this product. Yeah. But one of the things, how I, I found out about this product is I was working as an esthetician. One of my very first jobs was I had the privilege of working with some plastic surgeons. And they had this sunscreen. Back then, the product line has developed so much. But back then, it was called like Protect Coat or... Solar protection. Uh, solar protection, yes. And so it was this amazing bottle, but you had these like packets of color that you could put in them to tint them because this was when I was like a baby esthetician in the dark mm -hmm. ages. And they were saying it's so important to make sure that you cover those surgical incisions. And I said, well, what about the stuff that you can get at the drugstore? And I like got the glare from death, right? And they're like, no, this is different. And this is so great because they can add the color to it and that makes the patient more willing to wear it. So I started following them from that. And early on, when I started going off on my own, I went back to the Taizo booth and Dr. Harry Fallick, he had made a book and it was, it had several pages and it was a very comprehensive guideline on SPF sunscreen. Mm -hmm. And 
It was yep. so in detail, like what the rays are, what it means, what is chemical versus physical, physical. Yeah. and how it worked. It so informed my young aesthetic brain that it's just been burned on my psyche. And I just want to share that with everybody and all of our listeners. So thank you for joining us and thank yeah. you for sharing yeah. your wisdom yeah, with us. Yeah, solar protection. Yeah, that goes way back. That's exciting. Yeah, it's an that old, yeah. <laughs> one of the first products that they came out with. So can you give our listeners just a little background into Taizo, what you guys specialize in? Absolutely. So the company was founded by Dr. Harry Fallick uh, a little bit over 30 years ago. He started out as a plastic surgeon and was tired of cutting cancerous cells out of people's faces and skin and was like, no, there's got to be a better thing out there. So he started working with titanium dioxide and zinc oxide in creating mineral sunscreens. Tizo actually stands for titanium zinc oxide. So those are the only two active ingredients in the sunscreens. And we'll get into physical versus chemical later. But I will say when I went in for my interview six years ago, I am a licensed esthetician. And one of the first things he asked me was, do you wear sunscreen? And I said, to be honest, I preach it. I tell everybody they have to, but I break out in hives the second I put it on. And he's like, well, what do you wear? Turns out that I have an allergic reaction to chemical sunscreens. Uh -huh. I got that lecture on my interview day and I <laughs> have not gone a day without wearing Tizer sunscreen. So yeah. That was my first lesson too, was about when you sat down with me and, and I'm like, okay, it, whatever. And I would go buy something real quick because we go on vacation and I'd buy whatever quick thing I saw. Whatever on the you shelf. could. Yeah. And it was always chemical. And she was like, stop. Stop with this nonsense. It is not useful. It is not helpful. It wears out less than an hour or something like that. She goes, "We, you have to wear physical sunscreen. And so that was my lesson. I didn't know there was any difference there. Well, I had a little bit of a, an appreciation for how important sunscreen is. My mother, she was a redhead. She's gray now. Is a red, well, she's still redhead. Yeah, she's a redhead, right? She's a ginger. No, is a redhead. Uh, we're talking to Fitzpatrick one. Almost um, translucent with the freckles and the red hair. She had to wear sunscreen. Yeah. When she grew up, they grew up in Florida. She and grew up in the 1800s. So literally every <laughs> month. Would you stop well, If you're 100 years old, your mother must be <laughs> even older. So... All right. Yeah. The Tizer yeah. works. It's very useful. Yeah, the Civil War just had finished. Yes, Civil War. <laughs> yes. And back in the olden days, they didn't have any of that stuff and they were eating lead and all that. <laughs> so she unfortunately is riddled with skin cancer. She has had so many surgeries. She's had grafts on her nose. So it is part of her routine. Every month she goes in and has things cut out and burned out. And so from a very young age, I learned how important the sunscreen was. And like you, she had an allergy. Back then, they put PABA in things, P-P-A-B-A, -A, and, yeah. and that was like a rash every time she put it on. So anyway. And it wasn't yeah. like nobody talked about it. Nobody talked about how skin cancer or sunscreen and everything. And my mom used to tell me stories like growing up, they would put baby oil and tinfoil mm -hmm. and sit outside and iodine and... It's like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. That was us. That in was our 80s. generation. In the <laughs> 70s and 80s, I remember being, I see my sister like oh, no. early 80s going in the backyard mm -hmm. by the pool and just putting baby oil it all over her. Baby oil and the, the tin foil. The tin foil. Yep. Thing. Yeah. And you change positions as the sun went. With the sun. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> your chair with it. You just burn your body as much as possible. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so long story short, sun's bad, right? So let's talk a little bit. So this can be super informational for our listeners. Listeners, what is the difference between UVA and UVB rays? Let's talk about yeah. that. 
So UVA is aging and UVB are the burning rays. Something that people don't normally know is UVA rays are the exact same strength all year round from sunup to sundown, no matter where you are. And the A is the aging. So the more times that you get hit with unprotected by sunscreen with UVA rays, it's all cumulative. So it takes 10, 20, sometimes 30 years for you to see the sunspots and the fine lines and the wrinkles. And by then, it's a lot easier to prevent than it is to reverse. The UVB, the burning, is what you see immediately. And sunburn is actually your body's initial response to repairing your skin. One severe burn a year, like severe, actually triples your risk of skin cancer, which is really crazy. Oh, wow. Oh, it's Um, awful. And it unleashes this cascade of chemical and cytokine reactions in the body that is just terrible. It's the inflammation, right? And it's crazy because people are more scared to age than they are to sunburn because it's more of a, ah, skin cancer is not going to happen to me, but I also, I'm not going to get wrinkles. You won't see me with a wrinkle on my face. And so you have to, hey, UVA rays are the aging ones that it will show. Yes. It might take a long time, but it's going to show. That's usually what scares people more, which is crazy. When people do tanning, is that done with A or B? It's A. So when I was a younger lady, a younger woman, when I was like... It was 1922. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. The tanning booths were all the rage. Remember, we just talked oh, about yeah. the sun thing. And it was advertised as these are safer because you won't get a sunburn. Because you won't get burned. You won't get burned because they're not using a UVB bulb. The UVB is what, like you said, is what we associate with burning. And it is that initial immune Bad response. burning. Right? Yeah. But the UVA, because you don't get a burn with it. But what happens is because it's a longer ray, it can even penetrate through glass. It penetrates deep inside the skin and it accumulates there. It stores there. And like I would say to my clients, I would say that you're going to put the sunscreen on even if you're not going out in the sun because your skin is like a sponge and it absorbs every bit of radiation that you expose it to. So every time you go out to check out the garbage, you go out to the car, it's accumulating and it's going deep inside those cells and it's changing the DNA. And that's the aging part that we do not want. And driving. So I am a licensed esthetician. I did skincare for five years before I started with Taizo. And The amount of people that would come in and they had more sun damage on the left side of their face because the window, it penetrates their glass. So even if that window is up, it doesn't matter. We live in a very Asian community and we are so used to seeing these ladies driving the car. They have the sleeves and the gloves. They have the hat, like the shield and like a mask on. And this was even before like the pandemic. And we would always laugh. We'd be like, what is going on? But they take it so seriously. But it makes sense. It does completely. Their skin is amazing. My son, my oldest son, he is doing an experiment with bodybuilding and he called me and he said, hey, mom, really, how bad is the tanning booth? Because he's like, I don't want to look pasty for my before and after crazy. pictures. Yeah. I practically read him the riot act. Yeah, it is pre-aging. It, you are, it is going to settle into that DNA and it is going to mutate those cells and you're not going to pay for it now, but you will later. So he used yeah. the self-tanner. So we'll get a spray tan. Exactly. Get a spray tan. It is fantastic. But going back to tanning beds, it would be like, oh, I'm going on vacation with my family next week. I have to get that base tan so I don't burn when I'm away. 
Or, oh, prom's in a month, better start tanning now. It was just, that's the way you did. Yeah, it's exactly. just I think that if we change the name from tanning bed to cancer bed, it might change what people it do. It might change. It I might. think we yep. just mandate they'd be called cancer beds. Cancer beds. And then yes. everyone would be like, ah, no, I don't think I want to sign up for that. I, no, thank you, though. I'll, I'll pass yeah. on that. I'll be Pacey White. Well, let's move yeah. on to the difference from the race to the difference in the kind of protection that you can get. What's the difference between chemical and physical sunblocks? So this is definitely something that people don't know. It's not commonly talked about, but there are two types. There's physical and there's chemical. Physical is made up of one or both ingredients. It's either titanium dioxide or zinc oxide or a combination of the two. But what that does is it basically lays on top of your skin and acts like tiny little mirrors and it reflects the UVA and UVB rays. Chemical sunscreen is there's actually 16 chemical filters. And they work in combination with each other and they absorb into the bloodstream and it actually transfers into heat. And that's how it blocks the UVA and UVB rays. But there have been studies done by the FDA that chemical sunscreen filters can actually get absorbed into your bloodstream after just a minute of application at five times the threshold that the FDA allows. So we don't know what it does to our body, but we do know that it goes into your bloodstream. It stays in there for a very long time at that threshold, at that five times the threshold. And it passes through breast milk, placenta, urine. And we don't know what it does to our bodies, but if there's another alternative out there, why not? Why wouldn't you go? I think it just makes you stronger. Shut up. No. <laughs> it goes in your blood and you get stronger. No, it weakens you. Don't you understand? I, no, no. You got to think about this. Okay. One is a physical barrier. It's like, yeah. it, like she said, it's a mirror or like foil, mm -hmm. right? It's physically blockading the rays from getting in. The other one, it requires your body to metabolize this chemical in order to mm -hmm. interact with the radiation. Then it diffuses it chemically inside your body. I, inside your body, it's happening. It's chemical stuff reactions happening inside your body, not on the outside. I'm going to give Amanda Boy a huge props because you did such a good job explaining that. Even Tuss, who's usually really good, when she explained to me, didn't... Yeah. What are you talking about for years and yeah. years? You have never no, understood what I've talked no. about? When she said it was like reflecting mirrors. I mean, like in my mind, I got that image in my head. Like I'm a big mirror it ball. It just yeah. bounces right off. Yeah. And then I never even knew it absorbed it. I didn't yes, know. it absorbed. I thought it was, it's like become an X-Man. You absorb it and then you de deformed and I can start doing crazy stuff like flying. Well, Amanda, you are awesome. Yeah, so good job. Well, and it's a lot of people are starting the study came out with the FDA and people are learning the difference between chemical and physical. But a lot of companies that create chemical sunscreens also have zinc oxide in the formula. So they'll put on the front zinc oxide formula or contain zinc oxide. It's really important to turn the bottle over, turn the box over, read the active ingredients. And if there's anything in there besides just titanium and zinc or zinc alone, it is not a physical sunscreen. Right. The other drawback about these chemical sunscreens is that your practice would be you go to the beach, you go to Disneyland. Once you get there, you put the sunscreen on. But in order for a chemical sunscreen to be effective, you have to put it on 20 minutes before exposure because your body needs that much time to, <laughs> yeah, to metabolize it. To, yeah. And then the other thing is not working. And then yeah. the other thing is because it's a chemical and your body is metabolizing it, it only lasts a certain amount of time, a finite period of time, which is like 80 minutes. So you have to reapply it. And that's often not the practice. Is that because it people. gets a metabolized and just disappears eventually? Like literally is all absorbed into your body? That's what my understanding is. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
Amanda's shaking her head, yeah? Yeah. So, <laughs> and the thing is that I know that you're supposed to reapply physical sunblocks, but it's still there. It is on until you take it off, which is yeah. so nice, right? Now, the other thing about sun chemicals is that a lot of the chemical ones are not necessarily broad spectrum. When we say broad spectrum, that means that it gets both UVA and UVB. So a lot of the chemical mm-hmm. ones, avabenzoates and cinnamates, they are only getting the UVB rays and not those aging rays, right? And so people don't get as much protection as they think that they are. Yeah, that's another thing you want to look for is definitely look for broad spectrum. It's going to cover long UVA and UVB. Right. It's going to cover everything. And as far as like reapplying, always reapply your sunscreen at least every two hours. If you are going to be outside and active and say you're surfing or you're in out of the water or whatever, if you're sweating, Look at the water resistance on there. If it says 60 minutes, reapply it in 60 minutes. If it says 40 minutes, reapply it in 40 minutes. Yeah. What's the key to it lasting longer? Is it how they make it so that it water doesn't Well, sometimes it can it rub or? off. You come out of the water, you rub yourself with a towel. If it's physical, you're going to be rubbing some of it off. If it's okay. chemical, you mm-hmm. are metabolizing some of that, right? And it's also and washing it's off. it's going to come off anyway. Like if you're in the water, you're going to, it's going to wash off in the water. And another thing about chemical sunscreen filters two tons a year of sunscreen is Mm. washed off into the water. It's typically in oceans where there's coral reef because people are, they want to swim in those beautiful areas. And it turns out that chemical sunscreen filters can actually bleach and kill the coral reef. For those of us who love and care about nature. And we've only discovered really snorkeling in the last couple of years and Tusk loves it. But yeah, right. They put signs in the up. And they tell you when you get to the beach, Please no do not chemicals. Use reef safe chemicals. Yep. Yeah. And so those typically are physical sunblocks, right? Yeah. Like you want to use them because the zinc oxide, the titanium dioxide, they're not going to basically what happens is they catalyze into a hydrogen peroxide. The chemical sunscreen filters do. They catalyze into a hydrogen peroxide and they bleach the coral reef. Titanium and zinc do not do that. A lot of places such as Hawaii actually put a ban on chemical sunscreen filters. So you can't do that. If you're going to go to a resort in Hawaii and purchase a sunscreen there, you're not going to be getting a chemical sunscreen. They don't want that in their water. That's a good improvement. I was going to make that requirement in, in my bathtub. <laughs> well, no chemical sunscreen in my bathtub. It bleaches my... None. You know. Here's just a little thing that I'm thinking about in terms of safety with children, since we're talking about safe reefs. They recommend that infants, that you don't put chemical sunscreens on them because their little bodies have to absorb all that stuff. And I think that what's marketed for children is just the physical ones because it's a lot safer. It's just a physical barrier. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Like I said, we don't know what it does to our body and bloodstream, but again, I don't want to put it on myself. I'm not going to put it on my niece or my nephew. And I make sure that when we're together, I'm like, nope, we're not going to use chemical sunscreens. We're going to use physical. They don't want to wear it anyway. So (laughs) I know they're going to wear whatever I force them or whatever my sister puts on them, but it's going to be a mineral sunscreen because if there's an option, that's what we're doing. A lot of times when I start to talk about sunscreen with clients, I'll say, you need to be wearing sunscreen every day. And they'll be like, oh, I do. I've got one in my foundation. And I'll say, that's just the cherry or the sprinkles on top of the cupcake, but it is not the cupcake. It is not the frosting. It is not the main course. Because typically, one of the bonuses or one of the pros to a chemical sunscreen is that it's clear. 
So that makes it very elegant when they put it in uh, cosmetic preparations because it doesn't have that white cast. And so Mm -hmm. it's very easy for them to put it in a foundation without altering the The color. Right. Right. But it's not enough. And and people say, oh, I've got what an SPF 15 in the foundation. It's nothing. By the time they get home at the end of the day is they've got no protection. One of the drawbacks that people say, oh, I don't want sunscreen is because the reputation is that it can give off a white cast. Now, this mm-hmm. is not Tizo. And can you explain why is Tizo so elegant? Absolutely. So when the sunscreen line was being put together, they wanted to go against the misconceptions of sunscreens, but specifically mineral sunscreen, because that's what Tizo specializes in. And there's a lot of misconceptions. It's thick, it's sticky, it smells, it leaves a white cast, it doesn't come off. So all of Tizo's sunscreens are formulated to not do that. They are very lightweight. We do use iron oxide in some of our products. Any of our tinted sunscreens, it is tinted with iron oxide as opposed to a dye. And the purpose of that is to give it a little bit of a tint. It is gives a little bit of a blurring effect, which is nice. They're really elegant feel. We have some that are glossy and dewy if you want that sort of finish. We also have some that are matte finish that are not, it doesn't look or feel like you're wearing anything, which is really nice. And back to like the makeup, the sunscreen in makeup, you're right. It's typically 15. It's typically a chemical. And the main purpose of your foundation is to be a foundation. It is not meant to be a sunscreen. So by making Tizo sunscreens, some of them double as makeup primers, There you go. You're getting your sunscreen. Now do your makeup. Another thing that people say is, well, if I put on an SPF 40 as my makeup primer, and then I put on an SPF 15 in my foundation, that does not give you an SPF 55. You have an SPF 40. (laughs) Exactly. It it, it does not matter. Plus 15 doesn't make 55 (laughs) in in the world of... Oh, that's sad. Nope. I highlight a couple of things that you said that I don't want our audience to miss. The tint is iron oxides. And so ladies, I want you to understand that's a mineral. It's a mineral. It's not a dye. And it gives the product like a a lovely skin type finish. So it's not white. It's not pasty. And the other thing about the product, and correct me if I'm wrong, Amanda, but I once heard or believe I heard that the iron oxide or the titanium dioxide has been pulverized and micronized so that it's very small, which means that when you rub it into your skin, it doesn't have a white cast. It just disappears. It's very it disappears. elegant. Yep. Whereas a less expensive or a less refined product, like the kind that you could get like a big brand from the drugstore, there's no requirements by the FDI to say what size particle it is. They just say titanium dioxide and it's still a, a physical protector, but you put it on and it is like surfers, like paint. And it's, this is a completely different product. It's very elegant. It's very, it, it looks sheer once you put it in. It's really nice. And what's amazing about it is that it's great for all Fitzpatrick types. So even the darkest Fitz four, Fitz six can wear it and it will not, you have to rub it in, but it will not give that white cast to it. One of my favorite things at trade shows is when somebody comes up to the booth and I'm like, here, try this. And I put a little bit of Tizo 3 on the back of their hand and they're like, this isn't my skin tone. This is too white. It's not supposed to be your skin tone. It is not a color matcher. Iron oxide is not, it's not going to work as a foundation. It is going to blend in with virtually every skin tone. And after about a couple seconds of just moving that product around and putting it on, they're like, oh, wow, that disappears. I mean, we see it and hear it at every trade show all day long. This is not my skin tone. I'm like, try it, give it a second. 
And going back to the particle sizes, Tizo starts out as all different particle sizes, but in the end, they are non-nano. There's a a lot of people look for non-nano products. So they are non-nano, but they do just disappear on the skin, which is really, really nice. I love the all different particle sizes. And I just want to talk about this for just a second, because when it was explained to me, it was explained like this. If you want to protect your skin and you've got these little blockers, whatever, let's take a a pool table and let's fill that pool table with tennis balls. So it's all covered with tennis balls, right? But the sun can get in between the spaces where the tennis balls are not touching, right? Or they're touching, but there's there's space in between them, right? A little gap. Yeah. So if you use a different size ball, let's say a ping pong ball, and you put the ping pong balls on top of the tennis balls, then it's going to cover more. And then let's put Mm -hmm. marbles on top of that. Then you're going to get way more coverage on a a micro scale that's going to uh, block those UV rays or protect from those UV rays much better than if it was just one size. So I love that there's multiple particle sizes. You explained that beautifully. Well, that's what I used to tell people. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I invited you on is because I wanted you to be able to explain how amazing this product is because as lash artists, we want to make our clients feel beautiful and look their best. And we also want to offer products that will enhance their beauty and enhance their health. We stocked Tizo for 13 years. That and it was had easily, if not our top selling product, it was in the top three. Yep. Always. And it didn't matter winter, summer, fall. We were always pushing it. It's easy to sell. And I want people who are listening and they're like, oh, because most flash artists sell lash bath. That's about yeah. all they have to sell. And then after that, it, it gets very sparse, the choices that they do want to. And one of the easy upgrades immediately you can do is uh, add a sunscreen because everyone needs sunscreen. Everyone. It's not one of these things like if or maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's just for them. Like nail polish. We had other products. Not everyone wanted that. But sunscreen? No, 100% of our clients. Sunscreen is like a ride or die. And this product was so we never got returns on it. There was one person who didn't like the color. And at just the time, odd because it, the color disappears. It, dis- it disappears. But she had it in her mind. It's like you said, it's not my skin tone. So I, we did stock one that was completely clear. I think you, do you still have that or not anymore? That one. So the one that you mentioned in the very beginning, the solar protection, we do not have those. Ones. Yeah, not those ones. Um, but the ti- it's like the Tizo, but it's just not we would stock those but this we only had one person that bought and we had like 700 people coming in a month so (laughs) but anyway what i love about it is that it can't it's matte but it's silky it's not drying it's not pasty it actually like goes in like a primer and it's Mm -hmm. fantastic so and i hate sunscreen and i actually like taizo because most for me when i put them on it's like I just look like a ghost. I'm just done yep. and I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, it's going to take me an hour for this stuff to get soaked in. <laughs> Taizo, literally I put it on and it's, you would never know. Like it's, it's gone. It's gone in seconds. And you don't feel like you have anything on your skin. Yeah, it's not and oily like, and gross. And yep. you just feel like you touch yourself and you're like, okay, I need to lick myself or something because it's dirty. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's great. I, I don't normally lick myself. I was going to say, do you lick yourself? I don't, I don't. I don't know what that came from. <laughs> I'm a cat all of a sudden. Lick your paws. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love the back bar size because I Mm -hmm. go through so so much that I just. So much of it. Well, that's true because we were able to use, there's two sizes for the salon. So Tess would put it 
on at the end of the appointment. Mm-hmm. She would just put oh, the yeah, sunscreen I on you guys. as part of the service. She just put it on for free, which of course yeah. the client then goes, what are you doing? Goes, okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is a little trick. After you've rinsed them, then I would just put a little, like if they had nothing on their face, I would put it on because it evens out the skin tone because it's got those iron oxides in it, those wonderful minerals, and it like camouflages imperfections. And so then you give them the mirror and they're like, oh my gosh. And then I say, look at your skin. And they're like, oh my gosh. If you really want to be clever, you can only do half the face. So you'd be like, this is what I did on half the face. And they're like, oh my gosh, because they can really see the difference then. And then it's a sale. You just bring that up, that box up to the front and put it there and they're like, I'll take it. And most clients that are going to get their lashes done on a regular basis or see their esthetician and get their skincare, they clearly care about their face. And you can have the best skincare line in the entire world and you can be really good at doing it every single morning and every single night. But if you're not going to wear sunscreen during the day, you're not doing anything for yourself. Yeah. If you're not protecting that, if you're not maintaining in between your visits, but sunscreen is especially like if you're using retinol at night, you need to put sunscreen on during the day. But sunscreen, if you're not wearing that, then your skincare line is useless. It is useless. And you also have a couple other products that I love. Another one is this cute little balm. It's like, it looks like a really fat lip gloss. And it's fantastic. Like if I'm ever in a major hurry and I don't have time to put the, the regular Tizo on, I just take the Tizo in the fat little tube and just the throw little, that all over my face. Yeah, the stick. Yeah, yeah, thank you. The stick. The stick is great. It is fantastic. That is a big seller for actually now a lot of people are using it like in the car if they don't have driving gloves because you're exposed. But men, you can throw it in a golf bag and take it on the golf course. If you work outside, you can easily, without getting your hands messy, just roll it on. The stick is really nice. Our daughter just got married and her husband is, he's a ginger. So I might have ginger grandbabies. He's very fair, right? And he doesn't like anything on the skin, but he likes that product. So uses it. Yeah. Awesome. So let's quickly talk about how much people are supposed to apply, because I know that's another thing. Sometimes people just put, they're sparing with it. Is sunscreen something that you should be sparing with? No, not at all. I always do like the two finger rule. So like hold up a peace sign. You're going to do from the base of the finger to the tip of the finger, two fingers worth. And that's going to go on your face. If you don't have enough for your neck, then get a little bit more, but don't forget your neck ears, behind the ears, places that people forget. Like if you're doing a day at the beach or if you're going to be outside all day, in between your fingers, in between your toes, your scalp, if your hair has a part in it, or if you don't have hair, if you're bald, please put it on your head, whatever it is. There you go. But there's some places that are easily forgotten. Your lips are one of them. And Taizu does have a SPF 45 for your lips, which is really nice. But I am one of those people that say, if you burn your lips once, you're never going to forget to put sunscreen on your lips. But there's a lot of places that are very easily forgotten. Your ears, the tops of your feet, and your lips. And you can't forget them. I oh, think no. armpits too. Oh, what are you walking around with I'm your armpits? I'm walking around my arms. You walk around like this. Oh yeah. <laughs> surrender. I surrender. And then, you know, they got sunburn. It's horrible. Yeah. So it, for a solo practitioner, a lot of our audiences, they are solo practitioners. Sometimes the obstacle for, for them is that in order to carry a very high quality product, the company requires like a $3,000 opening order. And a lot of them just don't have the cash flow to be able to place that kind of order. Are you willing to work with uh, smaller single practitioners? 
We love smaller single solo practitioners. We love every practitioner that carries Taizo, but we don't have any order minimums and we open up accounts to, you have to have a skincare license. So estheticians, plastic surgeons, dermatologists, but there is no order minimum because we do know that sometimes there are some solo estheticians that you can only get three, four, six, whatever, how many products at a time. So yeah, no, we absolutely work with anybody. Now, do you have a program where like if you buy 12 or something like that, then you get like a sample one that you can use or a tester one? We always give samples with every single order. Your first order will always have marketing materials. If you ever need more brochures or anything like that, you can just let your rep know. But samples come with every order because samples sell the product. A lot of times people will come in, they get their facial, they get their lashes, they get whatever they're getting done at that appointment. And they don't want to throw out another however much money to buy products. But if you give them a sample and they go home, they're like, yeah, no, I need this. They're going to come back and purchase it from you. Yeah. We give a lot of samples out. And I also remember you guys are really good. You guys did a lot of specials where if you buy 10, you would get one free member. At least back in the days when we had a salon, I remember you having a lot of specials like that where we could at least a couple times a year felt like we could really stock up by buying large quantities and getting bonus items. Like yeah, before Christmas. Yeah, I mean, never a set promotion, but there's always, we try and run it, run them as often as possible, especially if we do like a new product launch. It's, Hey, if you buy this many of this, then you get to try the new product, whatever it is, but it's nothing that's standard, but we absolutely will try and run promotions whenever we can. Now, what about support? Like you said that there's brochures and things like that, that you can put up in your salon to just highlight the product. But what about, let's say the esthetician wants to go onto a deeper dive on the product and, and to be fully trained in it. Are there resources for her? Absolutely. So somebody opens up an account with us, they get the password to log on to the back end of our portal. There's a whole bunch of training videos. There's a lot of papers that they can print out and like signs that they can hang up if they want to put that out there or just videos that they can watch up on. And every single rep there is very well educated on the entire line and can answer any question. I've had people in the middle of a service shoot me a text and say, hey, real quick, I have a question about this one product. Here we are. As long as it's business hours, we will answer you. (laughs) But in a timely manner, you will get that answer. But every single rep is very fantastic with that. So yeah, there's always a ton of support and there's training videos. Like I said, we also have a YouTube. It's Taizo Skin on YouTube and you'll get to see my face. There's a whole bunch of videos on there. And a lot of it is product education. A lot of it is just healthy skin videos and how you can take care of your skin. But there are product education videos on there as well. This is amazing. I actually had a question regarding that because I don't remember if you guys did this. I know if some companies will, if you have a big enough staff and you're moving enough product, they some companies we've worked with, not I don't remember if you guys did, would actually could send a rep out who can help teach with product training. Do you guys ever do anything like that or... All of our reps are in-house. We are based right outside of Philadelphia. So we're all inside reps. So we don't go out to there, but we will absolutely set up a Zoom or a phone call or whatever you need and train the staff because it's just as important for every single person in that facility to know. When I was practicing skincare and if I was back-to-back clients and said, okay, see ya, here's your, there's the front desk, have a great day type of thing and signed off. If they had a question, I want to make sure that the person that's ringing them out can answer that question about the product as well. So yeah, we're always willing to hop on a Zoom or whatever you guys need. 
That is incredibly generous. Because that's important. And it is un- unusual. Important. Most cosmetic lines and sunscreen lines and skincare, they have minimums and they're big minimums before that they get, they invest in you. And this is what's been special about Tizer for all these years. Dr. Fallick, it was just really in, into making sure people had the education. And like I said, putting out that book so many years ago, so informed me. And that just gift of generosity of sharing nerdy details about sunscreen. He has a wealth of knowledge with that type of stuff and he will talk for days about it. And it's very interesting, but there's a lot that people don't know. I have a really good friend whose mom had breast cancer and when she was recovering, the doctor said, you need an SPF 100. And it made me cringe because I was like, instead of saying that she needs an SPF 100, he should have told her that she should use a mineral sunscreen. Because a lot of people think that 100 is so much better and it's going to block everything. But that's also a huge misconception is 100 blocks 99% of the sun's rays. The only thing that's going to block 100% is like hide under a rock. Like lead. (laughs) Those lead vests. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I just appreciate the generosity. I think that's it is absolutely fabulous. I know that you guys have other skincare line too as well. So I just want to encourage and I just want to put it out there to all our listeners. I'm not an affiliate. I don't get a commission for bragging on Tyson. I'm not. (laughs) I am a big affiliate. So please buy through my portal. (laughs) No, I just want you guys to have access to the best. Tizo is a great company that worked with us when we were really small. It was just me when I first started out. And I was just buying like six bottles at a time or six tubes at a time. And then we were able to do a lot more. But they're a good company to work with. And I just fully wanted to endorse endorse them. And Thank you. You guys are, I think, at every major show, right? You're at the IBS yeah. show, premiere shows. All of them. All, All the them. big ones we are at. Yeah, we go to 20 shows a year. But Vegas, the IBS, and NYCSE, the show in Vegas every year is a huge show that we will never miss. But yeah, no, we go to most of the And there's shows. one show you guys are missing and that's one that's almost upsetting because you guys haven't come to LashCon. Which Gotta I, get to LashCon! Like, I, I don't understand. So it was at the same time as West Palm Beach this year. It was the exact same week and we already had so much of our staff going and we just couldn't do it. Yeah. And I know that May oh, next year. That what we're hoping. We only bring 1,300 people. You I know, think uh, I, these things bring 10, 20,000. So it's like it's, so <laughs> important to me because I feel like I hope we got ties to come. It's like, oh. oh, no. For her, that's like one of her dreams. Like she has like her these brands that she dreams about coming to LashCon. And because it's yeah. mostly Lash brands because it's a Lash event. But we just think that other brands would do amazing there because you would be the only sunscreen company the only, Old, yeah it's so, all lashes and then you guys stand out right so while yeah. we don't have 10 20 or like vegas 30 40 50 000 people coming that's so, a lot of people though. yeah and we won't probably give you the same numbers i, I think it's i think it's it it's just okay. a trusted product that mm-hmm. is excellent it is excellent you guys have created an excellent product and thank you you never go out of business because what the heck am i going to do <laughs> Without Tizo. Don't say that. No, no. Amanda, I just want to thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Let's see, where can people find you? Well, wait a minute. Before I say goodbye, are you guys going to be at the premiere show in Anaheim? We've actually always done the premiere Orlando. And next year, 2024, yes, we are going to go to Anaheim. Hi, we're going to be there. So I'm going to send all of our listeners, go and say hi to Taizo. Say that you heard about him on LashCast and shake their hands. Because we get our commission at that point, right? (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Stop by. Yeah. No, just stop by. No, it's cool because we're there hosting our kind of like a mini LashCon. And so we're excited to be there again because we were there last year. 
here. And we love going on the floor. I don't know if we saw you there last. Oh, you guys weren't there last year, right? It was only Orlando. No, last Orlando. year we saw you in Orlando yeah. and then in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah. If, if anybody listening wants to open up an account, you can reach out to info, I-N-F-O, at tizoskin.com. Reach out and a rep will get back to you. On our, for any consumers looking to purchase, on our website, we have a professional locator. You can type in your zip code and see who in your area is selling Tizo. Oh. Stop on in, purchase Tizo. So wait a minute. So if somebody opens an account and starts selling Tizo, would they qualify to be a, a provider on your account? Yeah. So no. we have new account forms that they would fill out. And there's a question on there that says, would you like to be a part of our website locator? The only time people say no is if like they do it out of, you know, their, their house, house yeah. line in their house. And sometimes even then it'll just say call for address with the zip code so you can search them. But yes, all of our professionals that want to be a part of our website locator. And if you are listening and you're currently an account of ours and you're not on there, just reach out to your rep or again at info at ties of skin and say, Hey, I want to be on that. And we'll put you on there. I will have to say usually for other programs, we typically advise that being a listed on somebody else's website isn't necessarily that much of a draw, but I will say through the, when we ran the salon, we did get people that came in, like seriously, people who were just new in town that they moved in from somewhere else. They looked online for Taizo and they found it and they came in and they, be they became clients. So you guys were like the only ones that it really made a difference for us. That's so. awesome. Yeah. The amount of like emails and texts and phone calls that I've gotten since being there from people saying, hey, listen, like somebody found me on the website locator. They came in to purchase a Taizo 3 and now they are a regular client of mine. I'm like, that's fantastic. That's good. Yeah. It, yeah I yeah. think it's yeah. just because you guys have consistently put out an amazing product for 30 years and you've got some traction, you've got some momentum and I'm super thankful for you. So thank you, Amanda. Thank you, thank you Tizo. Um, thank you guys. And if they, the website, I'm assuming is it Tizo.com? If they go online? Tizoskin.com. T-I-Z-O-S-K-I-N.com. Dot com. Cool. All right. Yep. We'll, we'll put the links in the show notes so people, if they want, just go there and click on the links and go over and check them out. And yeah. And then, and if you want to try their product, just go to almost any one of the major shows. There, There's like almost a show like every month somewhere in the country. And I feel like, yeah, yeah Tizo will be there. Do the hand chance. test. See it. Yeah. Melt into yeah, your skin. Follow us on Instagram again, Tizo Skin. If you have any questions, the team that answers our Instagram is really fantastic. So you can DM them on there, make a comment underneath any of the posts. They're really active on there. So Instagram, YouTube has all of our videos, our website. You can come and email info at Tizo Skin and we'll help you out with whatever you need. Awesome. Very good. Well, thanks so much for being on awesome. the show. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Hey guys, that's a wrap. We are done. We are out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Pack, Tustany, as well as our special guest, Mackenzie, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Lash Pack.